we are on a mission. And when I say we, I mean we, because there's no way that I can do this myself. And the mission is one million streams. So we want to have one million soul touched with hope and faith through the power of our stories. So there's two ways that you can help with this mission. One, listen to the podcast, share it, leave a review, rate it. Two, the other thing you can do is actually be on the podcast, share your story because you're an expert of your own experiences and your story matters. Some people will never resonate with what I have to say, but they might resonate with what you have to say and they'll be inspired and feel hope and know that they can overcome and that there's more life after this and whatever circumstances they're in. So please, if you're interested on being on the podcast, send me an email losingfaithpodcast at gmail.com follow me on instagram losing faith podcast or on tiktok losing faith podcast it's all the same and just send me a message and we can start the process of getting you on the podcast so you can share your story so you can be a part of this powerful mission too Welcome to the Losing Faith Podcast. My name is Charnel, and if you're like me, you've been through experiences that has caused you to lose faith. And when I say faith, I'm not talking about just religious jargon. I'm talking about our belief systems, what we believe about the world, ourselves, and even our spirituality. We have these conversations where our humanity collides with our faith, and when our life circumstances start to contradict what we believe, it's raw, it's messy, and it's full of the whole human experience. And what's amazing about this is as we persevere and we keep pushing through life, we become experts of our own experiences. And now we can inspire hope and faith in others. So tune into the conversation about losing faith and the journeys that we go on to regain it, because I think we all need a dose of hope and faith in our lives at some point or the other. Hey guys, it's right after Mother's Day and I'm super excited about this podcast episode. So today we are having a solo episode. So you know, they like range about around 20 minutes and I just have a conversation about something. And today I'm talking about why they can't love us. Um, And this might be like a sensitive subject for a lot of people, but I think that I had to start realizing that there are certain people or certain relationship dynamics that we get into and we're like, well, why can't this person show up in this way? Or why can't this person love me the way they're supposed to? And, you know, we can get stuck in this place where we are struggling with acceptance, struggling to accept the reality that everybody has a different level of capacity of how they can show up and what that love means to us. Now, I think that if you had like a caregiver where you were felt like you were the parent or you are in a relationship where you are carrying all like the emotional heavy lifting or just all of the heavy lifting. And then you can internalize that sometimes and feel like, okay, well, maybe it's, I'm not worth it. The reason of this podcast is so you, you know, stop trying to take false responsibility for things that are actually not your fault and just accept that people are at different levels of their journey. And it is 100% their choice if they want to grow or expand Um, And it is not your fault that they can't love you the way you need to be loved. Let me say that one more time. It is not your fault that they cannot love you the way that you need to be loved. And I think some of you really need to hear that. And I hope that you can just take a deep breath and release that. Like right now, you know, I think that sometimes I need to hear that also. And that can even make me cry because it's like, 
we can go through these things of like, what did I do wrong? Or maybe if I'm the better person, or maybe if I'm the better wife, or maybe if I'm a better daughter, then this person's capacity will change or then this person will be more healed and be able to show up for me or I can inspire healing within them and no 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 okay um and the reason why I'm saying no is because if you think about how hard it is for you to change yourself as an individual um how hard it can be for you to create new habits um and those things and your why that you need to have to motivate you to do those things then imagine you trying to control that in somebody else it's so difficult to implement change in our own lives you can't change people i i'm so sorry and i know that might be like hard you know um we also can't save people you know draco don't save them i don't want to be saved don't save she don't want to be saved <laughs> like but for real though like they don't want to be saved and you know I, I didn't I didn't I'm not recording this to say I'm bitter or I'm unhealed but I think that because I um, started to just accept this about different individuals then I was able to now when I navigate relationships have more compassion for the human experiences you know I can even think about like how sometimes I want to show up in a relationship in a certain way and I just don't have the capacity I could want to, you know, they say if you wanted to, you would, and I don't have the capacity. Um, I'm there for a lot of people. I have a lot of conversations on a day-to-day -day basis. And um, no matter how much I want to be there for people, I cannot be there for everyone at the same level at the, all the time. It's just ridiculous. Like, um, and what was happening is that I was losing myself. So if I can say that on like a healthier way, can we look juxtaposedly at somebody else or we can look at a different search um, circumstance or person and see that in them as well so like the person that i want to talk about this week uh, i mean that wow i took the long route first of all to get here <laughs> was my mom um she i love her and i if she listens to this um i want her to know that i do love her and i think that i do understand that you know, she, she did the best that she could at the level in which that she had the capacity to hold space for me. I think that when I reflect on my past and I reflect on my childhood, I, I can see that she in herself was just going through so much about who she was as an individual, um, what that meant for her to love herself, the um, circumstances that she seemed to constantly inform her her self-worth and her self-being like and how much she valued herself and I could see that even in that struggle where she was trying to protect me by trying to harden me to the world because it hadn't been kind to her now did it have its alternate effects <laughs> yes um, just because I think that sometimes you got to understand that if you want to be in any sort of relationship, parental, friendship, I mean, there's levels to this, but it's going to take a level of selflessness. And some people just do not have the energy or the capacity to be selfless because they're using all of their energy to survive within themselves. Like, I can say, honestly, like, I have no idea other than looking at the behaviors in which my mother exhibited 
like what was really happening in her internal world regarding herself. You know, all I could do was measure her explanations by how she constantly viewed the outside world. It gave me an idea of the lens in which she was operating. You know, my mom, she could, she could only love me to the capacity in which she loved herself. And that, that's sad, you know, um, she could only see a level of what I deserved to the capacity of what she felt like she deserved. Um, even maybe resentful of a fact that I might get something that she never feel that she was never had the privilege to not because of anything that she could control, but just because of life. Um, I think that sometimes we don't realize how much what we see internally interprets our external world and how that bitterness and resentment and un resentment and unforgiveness can start to fuel our decision making and fuel how we interact and really build a level of coldness and indifference when it comes to other people's feelings and emotions because it's like well i just have to care for myself now i just have to think about myself now now i just have to control things to the extent and where i feel safe i see that in her i think now i i see so much of when my mama was raising me and she felt like she was losing control of me and these moments where she would say like very um, I would say horrible things. Today I can see that her, the inner child of her was really speaking out. Um, and I don't internalize that today. Not completely. I mean, consciously I'm trying to be aware, you know, that a lot of the truths or the things that she said, um, sometimes I don't even think she was talking to me. I think that she was talking to herself maybe she was talking to her own mother um, because even at the time when she would say certain things to me it just didn't make sense there was like this cognitive dis dissonance that was constantly there there was always a gap between you know the anger that she's expressing and even the incident or how that relates to me so it felt like we're just talking about a different situation. And then when I was younger, I didn't know what to do with that. I'm just like, you just don't like me. You just, you just don't like me. And I don't, I don't know if that's true that she didn't like me. But again, it goes back to, I feel like she liked me as much as she could like herself. And, you know, this is not a podcast episode to bash my mother. I think I'm just acknowledging that she couldn't be the mother that I wanted her to be in my head. She couldn't be the mom that I felt like she should be. And some people were like, that's crap. Like, again, if you go back to, you know, that black and white thinking of, oh, if you wanted to, you would. But like, I think when people have to heal and work through their traumas and you've survived through life a certain way for so long and especially when you haven't seen anybody operate any differently there's so much difficulty in choosing to show up differently in a way that you've never been exposed to 
I think naturally all of us kind of will go back to defaults, even consciously, subconsciously, um, when we don't know what to do, when we have no reference for what is happening or we don't have a reference for change. That's just human nature. Um, so I think it's just a note of compassion. And if you are a child, you know, or if you are in a, or if you're in this relationship where you wanted it to be something and you felt like you had to keep adjusting and they never changed, like, again, it goes back to the point, like they could not love you the way you wanted them to. And that is okay. Um, some of the steps that I took to really start to cultivate some wholeness within me is that just because they couldn't show up for me the way that I wanted them to doesn't mean that I'm not lovable. One, I'm always love. I'm always worthy of love. I'm worthy of acceptance. I'm worthy of being seen, heard, um, you know, validated. I'm worthy of those things. Um, and I don't have to get it from, like we're, we're talking about my mom too, like it didn't have to come from a specific source. It doesn't have to come from this parent, this mother, this boyfriend, this friend, you know, that I can attract it and receive it from other places. You know, sometimes we get so fixated on where the love that we need is coming from um, that, and we're so focused also on trying to make people who don't have the capacity do something for us or they have a capacity to do it to an extent but we want everything to come from a solo person which is very unhealthy because at the end of the day one person is just one person you know they're human they're gonna they're gonna be days where they can't be there for you or they can't be your everything um and there's there is a level of self sustaining that we we all need to mature and grow into you know understand like i'm going to love me and that is enough today you know i'm going to do this for me and that's enough i'm going to um do things that affirm who i am and grow in my self-love and self-appreciation when nobody's able to be there but also that there are other people that do have the capacity to hold you and make space for you and love you in different moments of time um, another thing that I do to be in a level of wholeness regarding this subject is just really practicing acceptance. I think I, I struggled with denial for a long time or just really falling into the potential of someone. Well, you potentially can do this. Like, I feel like you do this with someone else, right? Or I feel like, you know, I see glimpses of what you could do, or I know that you have the mind capacity. We justify all of these things why we are just so caught up in the potential of someone instead of just accepting that this is where they're at in their journey. And is that right for me? Or do I have to keep accepting the fact that they're just here and this is causing me harm. Like that that piece of acceptance also empowers you to now make a choice of what that looks like in your life because we can't control their change. Potential might never happen. Potential might never be. It's beautiful and it's great that you actually have the ability to see that potential, but it's not okay when you're looking at that potential and now it's causing this resentment or this bitterness within, within you because they're not showing up in the world the way that you want them to. They might never. And that's their journey and they're allowed to and you can wish them the best and you can hope for the best for them, but 
allowing people or yourself to constantly be harmed because of the potential of change, you're also adding to the dynamic. You're, you're, you're adding to the dynamic. You know, sometimes we want to just put all the blame outward. But if we take accountability, we're also realizing, we have to realize that we are also allowing this. And the change sometimes that we need to see is not the change in them, but the change in us and our decision making on why we are in these environments and what we can do to change it. Sometimes you just have to be the change. You have to be the one that walks away. You have to be the one that sets the boundaries. And you will suddenly see how much energy and how much you are thriving when you are made a decision to stop trying to control other people, but to focus on you and the things that you can control. You know, I really like the serenity prayer, you know, because it, it, it really centers me in moments where I feel so powerless, you know, grant me the serenity, um, to accept the things I can't change, um, and the courage to do the things that I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Hopefully I quoted that right. Um, because the wisdom here will help you to stop fighting these unnecessary battles relationally, relationship, relationally with people. Stop exhausting yourself. <laughs> um, it's okay that they can't love you. But you can love you. You can show up for you. And other people will too. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, I usually don't really put that much commercials in these episodes. So I will say that be a part of this podcast. We are now in 19 countries, guys. Isn't that crazy? Like there's 19 countries listening to this podcast weekly. Um, last week's podcast in 24 hours was the best performing podcast that has ever been out. Um, shout out to Elgin. I appreciate you. Thank you. Um, and I'm so excited for the mission of 1 million streams where we are inspiring people with hope and faith through our stories. Um, I hope this relate this, this, this episode really, um, helps you. And if it resonates with you, please like leave a comment, share it. Um, and I want you to know that you are deeply, deeply loved. Okay. Until next week. Woo. Thank you for listening to another episode. If you enjoyed that or if anything resonated with you, please do me a favor and write a review under the podcast. Share the podcast with your friends, your family, or anybody you feel like it's going to touch. This helps the mission of getting us out, getting our messages out there and, you know, helping to spread hope and faith to other people. If you want to keep up with what's going on with the podcast, you can follow us on social media at social media on losing at losing faith podcast on both TikTok and Instagram, and that will keep you completely updated on what's going on in the future. So we'll definitely see you next week for a new episode. Later. Bye.